So we all know about the aging population. I'm a boomer and I'm 63 and I'm getting older. The question is, how do you invest in this ever-increasing demographic? I'm going to talk about three investments I just made and why it doesn't include retirement homes. Let's get started. Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Sveck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck. So I've talked about different investments. If you've read my book, you know I, I give specific stock recommendations. And as as you look at the aging demographic, and I'm, one of, I, I'm a boomer, cripes, I'm 63. And the question is, what services will we all want, and what will what is the best way to invest in this uh, growing, growing population? Now, briefly, I've I've talked about why I don't invest in the book. I talk a little bit about why I don't invest in uh, retirement homes, and I don't think it's a a long term positive type of situation. And, and that's because I don't see too many people in my uh, generation who are wanting to go to these types of places. The other part that has consistently been happening is better technology. So as more technology enters the home environment, you're going to be able to receive care in your home uh, for probably less than it costs to go to a facility regardless of your needs. And I think we're going to be seeing this really get up, up in an upswing in the next 10 years. So these stocks, I'm, I'm going to give you three REITs today, um, one of which I believe I talk about in the book, the others are new, um, that I invest because they pay a dividend, and they're involved in one basic theme. And I want you to think about this for a minute. More and more seniors are getting different types of surgery. It may be for shoulder, for uh, hip, uh, knees, um, and, and really it has to do with quality of life type of surgeries and also to reduce pain associated with different types of conditions. And the longer, the, the longer we live, the more we access these type of services. What is happening is more and more of these services are also being done on an outpatient basis. Now in Canada, we have a, a socialized system, which means the government pays for the majority of our surgery and those types of interventions. However, we do see... Um, more and more private clinics and we see REITs that are based in Canada who run these clinics exclusively in the United States. They're high profit, they're often uh, paid uh, privately uh, whether it be through insurance or cash from the patient and there's a, a less of a reliance on Medicare. One of the other companies I'm going to talk about also is involved in uh, the leasing out of facilities to other hospitals and even government. So let's talk about my choices and what I think are some stocks you need to consider. And, and please uh, review these with your advisors. Make sure you don't make any decisions based on what you hear me talk about. But I can tell you that I have skin in the game. I'm invested in all of these in our retirement accounts. And um, 
and I'm not suggesting you do it. I'm simply suggesting what I do and why, and, and hopefully we can learn from this. The first company I talk about in, in the book, Northwest Healthcare Properties Real Estate Investment Trust, uh, the symbol is NWH. It provides, uh, and, and this is from their um, information, high-quality healthcare real estate. It um, provides investors an exposure to a well-diversified portfolio of healthcare real estate located in the greater areas of cities such as Australia, Brazil, Germany, and Canada. So what they do is they provide the facilities for which the medical services are provided. Uh, they currently have a... Um, beta of 1.02 which means they're closely uh, related to the stock market so as it goes up uh, this will go up it has a five-year average growth of 22 and a half percent uh one year total 2.69 i've recommended this stock for a long period of time because of its dividend yield of 6.94 approximately seven percent now there's some issues with it of course the um a big one has to do with their uh you know P.E. Uh, price to book of 1.42, which means they have some significant debt. Um, however, I, I really like this stock. I've invested in it for a long time, long-term hold. I like the dividend. It continues to purchase properties in Australia and in Germany. And um, in Germany, it's an interesting environment for investing. I, I just reviewed a, a different REIT in the real estate market. So the non hospital type REIT and in that environment they're getting five-year mortgages for 1.59 percent so when you invest in countries such as Germany there's a benefit to lower interest rates and Northwest Healthcare and other companies we invest in have taken advantage of that so that's NWH on the Toronto Stock Exchange the second stock I've talked about is Medical Facilities Corp it's a Canada a Canadian-based company primarily engaged in controlling interest through its subsidiaries and specialty hospitals and ambulatory surgery center. The specialty surgical hospitals perform scheduled surgical imaging and diagnostic procedures. The ambulatory surgery center specializes in outpatient surgical procedures with patient stays for less than a day. The company's operations are based in the United States. It generates revenue from the provision of facilities and services. So this company has revenue growth of 11.73%, uh, um, five-year average growth of 6.8%. Now it's somewhat pricey, price-earnings ratio of uh, 20 times, which is quite high, I find, but it, it yields 6.75%. And it's a, it's a company that I want to own. I, I just think for the long term, it has a debt-to-equity ratio of 0.8, so it's, uh, it's not heavily in debt. Uh, but it has a, bright, a price to book of 2.79, which makes it, again, somewhat expensive. It's risky in the sense of even though the majority of uh, payments come from pri private pay, um, it is based on insurance reimbursement, but it's generally not affected by what happens in the United States on the political side. Now, remember, it's a Canadian company, but it operates all its clinics in the United States. Um, it's something that I, I recommend. I, I have uh, equal weighting of that in Northwest Healthcare. Now, a new one that I've looked at and I've been digging around with for some time called Medical Properties Trust. Its uh, symbol is MPW. It's um, designed, it, it, and this again is from the company release, 
It's a real estate investment trust form to capitalize on the changing trends in healthcare delivery by acquiring and developing net leased healthcare facilities. MPT's financing model allows hospitals and other healthcare facilities to unlock the value of their underlying real estate in order to fund facility improvements, technology upgrades, staff additions, and new construction. Facilities include acute care hospitals, inpatient rehabilitation hospitals, long-term acute care hospitals, and other medical and surgical facilities. So it's a bit more diversified than uh, Northwest Healthcare and, of course, in medical facilities or symbol DR that I just talked about. But it is a large company that is able to take advantage of its size. Uh, it has a significant capital to invest. Five-year average uh, revenue growth of 26.4%. It uh, pays a dividend of 5.72%. This trades on the New York Stock Exchange, so it's an American company. I don't often uh, look at those, but in this case, it gave us an opportunity to have access to a very large market. It also invests in Australia and other parts of the world, as uh, does Northwest Healthcare. So it's, it provides you a bit of diversification away from one specific company. Um, a debt-to-equity ratio of 0.89, so it's... it's um, it's good with regard to it does not have the usual ballooning debt that we see and a price to the book of 1.42 so it's more expensive than the the book value if there was a fire sale today however it uh, provides a dividend and solid growth over the long term it had a recent decline in stock price and I picked some up and uh, I think it's a long-term hold as are all three of these now, before I close on this theme, I just wanted to pick up on another company that uh, I talk about in the book and have uh, just purchased more shares called Nova Leap Health, NLH, NLH on the Vancouver Exchange. This is a very small company in Atlantic Canada that provides home care. It started by uh, taking over different, uh, purchasing different uh, home care companies in the United States, primarily New England area and now has moved into Canada, taking over some in Halifax and Nova Scotia and gradually increasing its size. It is a interesting concept because I believe that, uh, now they don't pay a dividend, so this is highly speculative. Um, they don't pay a dividend, but I think one of the interesting aspects is they are getting access to you know thousands of seniors in their home care environment. And as technology begins to pick up, it is access to the market that's going to be extremely valuable. They do make a profit with the provision of services, and they have a very simple model. Um, people will hire the corporation, the company, Nova Leap Help, to provide them with home care services. They pay the staff a certain wage, and uh, they charge the clients um, a higher price, obviously, and that is their profit. So it is a, uh, on a growth surge. It's highly fragmented, that industry. There are small home care companies all over the place. And as they build in growth, uh, the suggestion is they're going to continue to increase their profitability and stock price. That's called Nova Leap Health, and that's on the Vancouver Exchange. And just for self-disclosure, I do own, uh, through our retirement account, significant amounts of Nova Leap Health. So to close, one of the themes I think you want to remember is that I, I, am, I am believing that one of the uh, benefits of technology will be more and more of us will be getting access to outpatient health, 
uh, with regard to medical surgical interventions. I think there will be opportunities within Canada. I know there are some in BC and some in Quebec, but these Canadian companies that I talk about are, are highly positioned in, in great ways to be able to take advantage of what's happening in the growing uh, seniors market where people want to age in place in their homes and they want to, want to be able to do so comfortably with good health. And these companies all fit that model. I'm Dr. Henry Svenk for Shrink Money Advice. I want to talk, in the future, I am going to talk a bit more about this, uh, this sort of project that I have going on and some other ideas in real estate. And I want you to remember there are opportunities everywhere out there. You just have to keep digging. And I look forward to continuing to help you discover those opportunities. Till next time, have an amazing, profitable week. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com. 